Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today, welcome back, by the way, because uh, you're a returning guest, but today we have a special guest in the building, James Lott Jr. Can you remind the people, because I know the people know that you do a lot, but can you remind the people everything that you do? Um, so the short answer is <laughs> a, I am a multi-hyphenist. A little time. Um, I, I, I believe it's a short answer. You know it's a short answer. Uh, I'm a content creator. I'm a professional organizer. I'm a life coach. Um, what I do is I have I have two companies. One is the pre- I'm a professional organizer and certified life coach. That's one company. I do a lot of stuff under that. And then I'm also JLJ Media, which is all media based. So I mean, that includes I'm a podcaster, radio, television, web, digital series. Uh, I've done some acting here and there. Uh, musician, recording artist, spoken word artist. Uh, I create shows. I'm a showrunner, producer. That's a few things I do. Author. Um, so yeah, so I would say those are the main things that I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm tired. Oh, I gotta go to bed. Bye. <laughs> I do all that. That's what I do. So I literally, I, folks, I literally do all that. You can actually look me up. You'll see that I do all that. Yes. <laughs> So before we get started, I wanted us and the listeners to take three breaths just so that we can all be in this space together. So you can keep your eyes open or you can close them and I'll guide us through those three breaths. So breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in one more time and let it go. This is the art of letting go. So how are you doing today? Today, I am doing fine. Uh, a few days ago, I was going through it a little bit. Just, I mean, I've been home 48 days. Wow. So, folks, that means I've not left my property in 48 days. Not to go to the store. Not to go to the store. Not to go to the store. Not to go to 7-Eleven. Not to go to In-N-Out Burger. I have gone nowhere for 48 days. And so it started to hit me a little bit a couple days ago. But today, to answer your question, I'm actually doing great today. Woke up on the right side of the bed. The sun is shining. Uh, had a bowel movement. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, what has that been like, though, being in the house for that long, like that's a really long time. Partly, it feels like it went by fast. I've been home okay. since the 13th. And so kind of, it's kind of like, oh, I've been, I mean, oh, I'm actually, being a, I'm keeping a count on purpose. I'm just kind of curious, like how long I could do this. Um, but I have a yard. You've been to my house. So I have a yard, I have a big house, I have a big room. So I'm able to roam around. So I'm very fortunate. So that, that has helped that I can go in the living room if I want to, or the dining room, or the kitchen. Or my room is really big enough, I can go to that side of the room or this side of the room. I have a backyard, well, I have a backyard and a front yard. So I'm able to actually not be in one spot. But it still is weird because, as some people know about me, I'm a roamer. I roam around the city. I, have a, I do a lot, um, as I was saying earlier. And a lot of it takes part in different parts of the city. So I love the whole freedom to be out and about in Los Angeles that's what got to me that I haven't been able to do that in, in 47 days, 48 days. Um, yeah. And friends, 
and just not be able to see friends in person and say, Mike, come on over. Or my other friend, come on by, I'll come by here, let's meet up here. So like, I miss that human in-person interaction. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, part of it, like, I went by fast in some because I have a structure. Um, because I do so many different things, um, I am, like today I have, after you, I have a television appearance on another show. And then I have a podcast I'm doing. Then I have a podcast I'm doing. And tonight I have my IG live. In between yeah. there, I'll probably take a nap, food, go in the garden, you know. So, I mean, my days are going by really fast, actually. So, I think because I did do that. But even though when I, when I first started, though, it was just like, I'll do a few interviews. I'll do a few interviews. I'm going to show you something. You look with my I'll have to do a few interviews. I'll do a few interviews, and, and they'll, maybe it'll be fine. Well, now it's snowballed. So now I'm in week, what, six, seven of doing interviews. This is my week. Oh, wow. I'm already working on, and I'm working on next week. I got somebody for next week. I'm already working on next week. I mean, like, it's nice. I, I'm very blessed. I mean, I'm not, it's not a complaint at all. But it's just that, it's that, that this is what's keeping me kind of sane. Yeah. Now, on the weekends, I kind of just die. Um, and I just watch Netflix all day long. And that's what, and that's what, and that's what's getting me. That's kind of what's getting me through. And, then the, and, the, and the last thing that's got me through the last um, forty-eight days, my belief in God, and I read Psalm ninety-one every morning and meditate. Okay. So I get my tea, and I read Psalm ninety-one, and so sometimes a few other psalms sometimes. And that particular one washes over me in a way that makes me feel calm, calms me down, and that I will be okay. We're gonna be okay. I'm gonna. I just have to stick this, stick this out, and trust Him. What stands out most to you in, in that one? I'm curious to know. Um, there are some lines in there that, in the, in the scriptures, that talk about just really trusting him. And that if you trust in him, you'll see things happening around you. That's, that's the thing about somebody. When it tells you about seeing people you know, die, thousands die, by the way. So I stuff, you see stuff happening by you that trust in him, you know, you'll be okay. You know, that he'll protect you. And it feels like it's a protection song song okay so that, those words kind of make me like okay i'll continue i'll do my part of course you know not, not just you know don't do anything just do whatever you want i'll do my part and i feel like it just every morning when i read it i feel calmer in the morning and i guess i can start my day nice and i'm i'm glad to hear you speak about like just your faith and believing in god because i find at least what i found in my journey of being within the the gay community or LGBT community, I don't find very many people that believe in God. So, you know, that's uh, very rare and, and awesome to hear because I do as well. Well, you know, talking about God is not always in fashion. That's the, that's the thing. And I, and I, and I, and as, as performers, as artists, we're always watching about watching our image. Right. So I would not say I'm a Christian artist or anything like that. Right. I'm Christian. I believe in God. I just, I'm not a Christian artist. I have a doctorate in divinity. You know, I, I, I'm on a board of SF Church of Compassion. I mean, I do stuff. I don't talk about it all the time, but I do. And a lot of my fan base is religious. I, I do the Hallmark Channel stuff and the Hardys. They're all religious. So I don't really, I mean, I don't talk about it that much. It's not something I talk about. I don't hide it either. It's just like, it's just, it is. But I know that for people who are performers, you're, you're always watching so you don't get picked. Like, I'm already black already. I'm already doing, I'm already doing other stuff. <laughs> I don't, like, do you want to add that on? Or do you want to add this on? You're always kind of watching your image. Yeah, bringing um, a faunted, but as I get older and I care less um, about people's thoughts, 
I like I'm writing. I'm writing. A, I'm co-writing a Christian book with a writer. Oh wow! Christian romance, and that's been a challenge. I've never written a chaste romance before that's based in God. So um, I'm challenging myself. Wow! And, yeah, she's really good. This, this, this writer is really. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good book. It's be really good. Um, but I just I don't talk about it very much. But I, have, I don't hide it. Like I just don't hide it. You know, I don't. Hide it. That's, and that that's cool to hear because. Uh, yeah, I, you you are a very rare human being. I hope you know that because I don't, like I said, I don't I don't know a whole lot of people that even like at your age are trying to trying like to push themselves to do new things and you know like learn new stuff. And I'm I'm curious to know like what keeps you going. Waking up, I no, I mean I I and I mean that really seriously. I mean I I've had some really horrible things happen to me. Um, in my adult life and I so now I know the difference between what it's like to be really down and out I know what it's like to be at the end of your rope I know what it's like to feel like you have no hope and, and to literally have your faculties taken away from you uh, when I was paralyzed so I, mean, I know different I know how this can work and so it made me appreciate life more really it made me appreciate that okay I'm still here and I, I came back from all those things there's a reason why I came back from all those things so that's what motivates me and makes me excited about trying stuff. I mean, I think I'll go back to school again. I mean, I'm crazy. I'm a wow. crazy person. Why am I thinking that again? Like, what the, what the F? Um, but I mean, I, I saw my aunt the other day, my aunt Faith was the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to do some more, kind of some more stuff. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I have a doctorate and stuff, but there's other things I want to like work on. And um, I don't know. I, I have time. I mean, I feel like 51, which I'll be 51 shortly, uh, is not that old. And I can have, I have time. I know people in their 60s, 70s are still learning and still doing stuff. And I think, why not me? I agree. <laughs> I agree with that because I'm the same way. I'm always trying to learn something new just to, just to be better and just continue to grow. Um, it's a great thing. I mean, the education should never stop. And you're an educator, of course, so you know that. But the education should never, ever stop. And that's in anything. I mean, that's, and, it, and it could be something small, it could be something big. You don't, you don't have to go back to school for education. I mean, like, for anything. Just, you know, I'm learning how to crochet right now. And I'm left-handed. So I'm, so I'm online, the left-handed group, trying to do this. this my, trying to get all, I have my chain done, but I'm trying to get to my second row. Um, but I always want to do that. It's like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a person who people, my friends call me, and you know this too, because I've told you the same thing. I'm like, do it. You know, I've said yeah. that, do it. You're like, I'm thinking about doing that, do it. I'm like, I'll, 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 fine, it sounds good, do it. You know, try it out. <laughs> uh, I was telling Tony Moore for another day, so he said, do it. And he just laughs, like James Lott Jr. I, but that's my thing. It's like, if you have an idea or you have a thought, follow through with it. Try it out. I mean, if, if you, find, you like it or don't like it. Life, you know, life goes on. Yeah, and it's, I, as you were saying that, I was thinking about the project that you just put out because you – you released it without any hesitation. Like once it was ready to go, you put it out there and, uh, Oh yes, I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> once I got the go ahead, I was like, I, 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 I'm a doer. I'm fast. I'm just like, yeah. when I say, call my podcast, I'm not saying in five years, let's set up now in five years. You know I me? Mean? I'm like, well, what can you do it? Yeah. You know, if you know this town, you have, you have 10,000 meetings. Hollywood is good for a meeting. I don't have a meeting. I have a meeting. Let's have a meeting. Let's have a meeting. I'm like, let's meet, talk about when we're going to do it. Yeah, I don't have time for shenanigans. So just, let's just get to it. Like, do it. What do you think things will be like post quarantine? Like, as far as the uh, entertainment, because every everything is shut down now. It almost has to like restart. 
with the with the new format? That's a very good question, and that's I don't know. That's a good question. I my some ideas are. IG just now got elevated to another another form. I think mean, I think now it's going to be able to compete with Facebook. I think you're going to see I think you're going to see new IG live series on there, like Facebook Live. I think something come out of that. I don't that and Zoom, which we're doing now. I'm already thinking of a couple ideas that I want to do for Zoom, like you know, create a Zoom meeting, a Zoom series, just simply for Zoom. I'm already thinking about that, but I'm thinking that they are going to do something to because they're already upgrading the system over and over again. Yeah. So I think Zoom's gonna be a major player now. I will not be surprised if we sell Zoom content that's like viable content. I would not be surprised. Um, as for Hollywood itself, I that's a mystery because all my friends, and I'm sure your friends too, who work in Hollywood, they're ready. Yeah. They're ready to go back to work. A lot of them have scripts ready, they have deals in place. Um, I have two different deals in place right now, one with HGTV, another one. That we did all the preliminary work, now we're just Waiting, waiting. We can't, we can't film anything. Um, so it's kind of like, and my friends, a, a movie these days doing, my friends, a series that I'm in, we're all just here, with, everything's written. Yeah. It's like, ta da. So I have a feeling, not just for me, but for a lot of us, it might get really busy those first like six months of just an onslaught of just all this stuff. But it's going to depend on what the new way will be to film. Right. So it, it almost seems like as a, as a creative, you should be working right now, you know, cause I, a lot of the people that I know from, from like the industry are not doing anything because they almost feel like hopeless and don't know what to do. But then I see people that are coming up finding ways to, because the, like I said, the playing field feels so leveled now that everybody is working on the same equipment. Everybody is working at the same levels. So if somebody is able to, you know, build a little steam right now coming out of this, you know, it, it might be a little different than for somebody that's just kind of waiting for things to open back up. Well, you know, I'm controversial because I've said this on other shows and I don't really give an ass. Um, all this stuff about, you know, I don't shame me for not doing anything during this time period. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, no one, sh- I'm not shaming you for not doing anything. You don't want to do nothing. I'm going to lay around and live in whatever you want to live in. That's fine. My message is for folks who sit around going, I'm bored. My message is for folks who say, I never have time to do anything. I'm, my, message for, my message is no one's asking you to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week while you're on the quarantine. Who am I saying that? I'm like, I'm, my message has always been small steps lead large rewards. One, once a day for an hour. Yeah. You can write, you can write a, a chapter of a book in one an hour if you, if you had to. Right, I'm trying to just do once one an hour. That's it, five days a week. They'll have five chapters done. You know, that, that's what I mean by that. It's like no one's asking you. We know, I know that people are. Re- this is a strange time. People are reacting to things their way. But I'm seeing this whole thing about you know, like, you know, if you don't have that new project, you don't create that hustle. You know, you know, don't worry about it. Bob, I stop telling us. I'm like, no one's. I mean, clearly, we we don't care. It's fine. You don't do anything. Don't do anything. But I don't want to hear people when we get back to some kind of normalcy. Uh, well, I should have done this, or I should have did yeah. that. Or again, back to you, I have no time to do this. Well, bitches, you had all these months, you're sitting <laughs> at home with all the time in the world, and you didn't do it. And I, so, I, so I'm with the folks that are doing creating. I'm sorry, I'm with the folks that are creating content and, or, or taking classes online or doing stuff for themselves. 
uh, all about pacing, pace yourself, self-care. But I th- think it's healthy to work on something. Absolutely. How, how much time are you putting into like creating right now? Every day, that's a good question too. Every day is different. I really, I, I'm trying to do it where it's, everything's different. Um, some days, I get up usually around seven o'clock in the morning every morning. That's just usually when I, my eyes just wake up, that's it. Um, and I'm up. But that first couple of hours, I'm like meditating, putzing around, whatever. I'm not really doing much or anything. Um, so we'll say, we'll say from nine o'clock on, I'm just like, so there have been times where I'm from nine to midnight, I've worked. Wow. But, no, but, but mind you, there's gaps in the day, though. I take a good old, I love a good old nap. I yeah. will take a nap with no shame. That's why I look so young. Um, a nap in the day. So I'll take a, I'll take a two-hour nap and I start again. Um, but there are days where I started at 10 and stopped at 6. Okay. And then the rest of the night. Then there were days when I didn't start till, really, really start till like noon. And I worked at 2 in the morning, depending on the project. Uh, the yeah. other night when I was listening to this album I'm about to put out, um, I was telling you about my songs of when I was sad. Um, I, I chose to stay up and listen to the, all the songs all the way through uh, and take notes. And that took till 2 in the morning. That was oh, fine. Wow. I, I went to bed. I got up at 9. I got seven hours of sleep still. I mean, I still, I still feel that I fit in the self-care. But, but creating content, because I'm doing all these interviews too. So I'm doing these interviews take a lot of my time. Doing the research, doing the interviews. Editing them, uploading them, that whole thing takes some time. But I'm creating all the time. As you can see, my desk, I finally organized my desk. It was a mess. I have projects everywhere. I have stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, managing, I'm managing seven authors right now. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm reading my, my thing. Um, I have two different co-hosts for different shows, and I'm working on managing them also. Um, and then I'm managing uh, it's a group that I'm working with, with songs, and I, my producers. I mean, so like, I might say, you know, it's it's it's... It's my usual life, basically. I, I'm not around life. This is my life. my life normally. Yeah, and I, I'm starting to feel like that too. Like now that I'm starting to find a flow, like my schedule is starting to fill up, and my days are starting to go by a lot faster. Um, but I wanted to ask you, where, where are you drawing like your, your creative inspiration from right now? Um, that's another great question. I um, everywhere. I mean, I mean, actually, the virus. Being home, I mean, I wrote a song called "Isolation." Um, yeah, that, that was definitely from just being, you know, here the whole time. That came out of there. Um, my other people, I draw inspiration from people. People like you guys out there doing stuff. I see people doing things, and that inspires me. Um, I have like some of my co-writers; they inspire me because we're co-writing books together. So they inspire me in the stories. I have another author. We're doing a series of entrepreneurship stuff. He inspires me by watching his stuff and seeing what he's doing. I watch other people. I do watch all you guys. I listen to your stuff. I watch everybody's stuff. It's just going on. I do. I'm silent about it a little bit. I do promote <laughs> I promote you too. But I do promote my friends. But I do. I silently watch everybody. Um, and I use it not for comparison, not for envy, not for jealousy. I'm listening to it for inspiration because you may say something or your guest may say something that inspires me. You go, ooh. Like I have, I have an idea right now about doing something and I was inspired by other people's stuff going, well, this one thing's not being done. This stuff's being done. So I got inspired by that. Um, but I have, a lot, I have a fertile imagination. I just do. And I think since I came back from my Bell's palsy a year ago, almost a year ago, yeah, God, it was a year ago. Um, there was a year I couldn't think. Like literally wow. couldn't think clearly. So my brain was jumbled because of how my brain didn't work. Um, 
And so I was like, so I think now that path that was on before that, and now it's caught back up. So the ideas are just, I mean, the songs are flowing out of me. The spoken word is flowing out of me. I have like 40 songs I've written in the last like two months. Wow. Like, sitting there. I mean, I haven't done anything. I haven't done, I'm picking through them. Um, this, the books, I mean, my books, I'm writing the books. I mean, I sit down and divide. This is where God comes in. Divine intervention. I'll sit there. Idea. Okay. Grab the laptop, the phone, whatever, computer I'm on. And I start typing. And I, I remember I finished a book in a whole day. I wrote a, whole, I wrote a book. I write short story books. But I finished a book, the whole concept from concept to, to ending. I wrote wow. it in a day, basically. My, my hands kept typing. And I proofread it, and, I, and it sounded good, and I, I'm putting it out. So it's like, it's one of those, it just, it just, it just came out of me. I was like, wow. so I, I write it comes out of me until it just comes out. And that could go from anywhere. It could be from my garden. I could be on the yeah. garden. Or, or like, I, I wrote a story the other day, <laughs> that's funny, about the bathroom drain. I was like, hmm, this thing over there, I mean, there's something about that drain in there. And a, and a spider came out. And I was like, oh, okay. And I flushed the spider back down. And then a story came, a short story came to me. I mean, that's just kind of, when I, when I, my first, the, one of the first book series I wrote called The Pill, it's a very popular series that people like, came from me having to take a pill every morning. I hate it. I take blood pressure medication. So I'm working on trying not to do that anymore, but I'm working on my health. But I got to take one. And I was like, I hate taking pills. That led to a story that led to a series. So just like that. Wow. <laughs> I'm crazy. I know. What what are you looking most forward to turning to uh I'll say twenty one. Twenty one, but yes, fifty one. <laughs> what are you looking forward most forward to turning fifty one? Um I sometimes I don't know what that word means. It's kind of and that number means it's kind of weird because I live in I work in I live in LA, I work in Hollywood. I'm black. I look good. You know, we, we age differently. Uh but I work but I work in a town that says I'm too old. It tells me all the time I'm too old. Or they're shocked at what I'm doing because of my age. I hear it all the time. Wow, you're 51? You're 50 years old? Wow, that's amazing. I mean, I'm not being over cancer. I mean, I'm, I'm doing a TV show. Like, I don't know why, why is that amazing. I mean, I'm 51. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, you should be amazed because I'm good. <laughs> um, not because of just like, oh, wow, you're 50. Oh, wow, you're like, really? Um, or I get the reactions of, don't say your age. Don't say your age. Wow. Just, just, just say, like, my, why is, I always say, why does it make you feel uncomfortable when I say my age? I'm the one turning one. Like, well, why, are you, why are you upset about it? Um, and it's like, I don't, don't say, you know you're 39. Like, I don't have fake, I don't have fake internet age. I say, I'm, I'm very proud. I earned this. I yeah. earned one years. Um, so I think I look forward to just shaming people. And by saying, I'm 51, bitches, then they all get crazy. <laughs> I'm going to hear all kinds of things. Um, age is a number. Age is not. I hear all these things. I'm like, yes, that stuff is true, but like, I'm saying it proudly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I, I, I think, you know, hearing your age and seeing everything you're doing for me is almost like something to aspire to be. Like, I want to be 50 and still, still doing the things that I love. Um, because I see That's a lot what of I want. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to a younger creative that's, you know, because just being young, some, sometimes it can be discouraging, like just being on a journey. And I'm sure that you've had moments in your journey where you've been up and down. So I'm curious to know, what would you say to somebody younger? 
Oh, sorry. I'll answer that in a second. But to go back, to, I don't think I'm going to answer your question. We're looking for 51. I'm looking forward to just making another year. I mean, I, 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 look, I look forward to my goatee growing back in. <laughs> I look forward to, um, I know I have some presents coming. The presents are coming in this week. I'm getting presents from people and stuff. And it's been very sweet because I don't really need anything, but it's been very sweet um, because I'm in quarantine. Everybody, everybody has a birthday during this time period. I'm so, I understand what you're going through. It's a weird, like, I can't get excited. Like, I'm excited, but I'm not excited. I'm kind of weird. I mean, I can't see my family. I can't see my kids and grandkids, but I look, I look forward to um, continuing to get older and continuing to show people that I'm, I'm vital and viable and valuable. Like I said in my speech last year, I feel like that's, you know, this is for the old guys. I say it all the time. Folks talk to me all the time. I'm one of the old guys. I'm one, I say that lovingly. I'm one of the old guys. I've been in this business 13 years, been on the earth 51. I'm very proud of that. So I'm just something I'm looking forward to showing people that I can still don't put James, don't put James in a box. <laughs> um, my advice to young people uh, actually is the road will not get easier. I'm going to tell you, it's not going to get easier, and it's going to suck sometimes, and there is good, bad, and ugly, so don't delude yourself that it's going to be all peaches and cream. It's not going to happen, and it's going to be okay. It happens. You're going to have moments you're going to say, screw this business, or screw what I'm doing, I'm done. Walk through that, talk to yourself, and if you truly are done, then get out of it and do something else, but yeah. don't lay down. Do not lay down. That's my advice. Do not lay down. Do not let life get to you so hard that you do nothing. Always try to advance somehow in something. Um, you may find, another advice too, you may find that the path you think you're on may not be the right path. Paths do change. I wasn't doing this 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I became an adult, what, 18? That was 100 years ago or that year that was. I wasn't, what I did then is not what I'm doing now. I, had, I thought I was going to be a nurse, and I was going to be a nurse for the rest of my life and retire 65 and, and travel the world. That's what I thought I was going to do. And then at one point, I was, I was doing retail. I thought I was going to do retail, become a store manager, which I did. Run that store for like 40 years, retire, and travel to Caribbean. Um, Ten years ago, I thought I was going to be an actor. I thought I was going to be an actor, and I was going to be an actor, and look what I'm doing now. I mean, so, it's like, so I feel like the, the journey is going to change, and hopefully food is going to change and evolve. Um, even if you found your calling early, it's going to change and evolve in that too. But just know that life, they say it gets better. On some level, it does. But on some level, it doesn't. And that's just not how life is. And I'm not being, I'm not being a fatalist or pessimistic. It's just once you realize that, it's freedom. Once you realize life isn't fair all the time and isn't always nice, there's a freedom in that. That you go, okay, well, I got it. So I doesn't say you don't get bothered by stuff. But if you know that, you can walk through it a little easier. Nice. Um, what advice would you give to an older creative? That's a good, better question. Keep doing it. Don't put don't put restrictions on yourself. Do not censor yourself. Do not go. Well, I'm probably too old to do this. Whatever that is, don't do that. Other many years now, I do get. I do want to say this. Hitting fifty was the first time I felt my mortality. Um, you feel it here and there on things, but that was the first time I felt my own real life. How many viable years do I have left conceivably? As a black man, they tell me I was always taught 55 and that's it. Wow. Well, now I'm three years, four years, 55. So I plan on being a little longer than that. Um, but I just look at it and go, well, 
in this business, I could go to 80, 85, possibly. So that's like 30, so that's like less than 30 years for me. Right? 30, I mean, it really is. So it's like, so you're in that position. So I understand feeling that. That's why I say that. I understand you start to feel if you're 55, 60 years old. I have a friend, Regina Lark, who started her business at 50. She's 61 right now and loves what she does. But she started at 50. I mean, it's like, you, there's no, it's never too late to start uh, or evolve or change. And I almost, it's better when you're older because you know more. Yeah. If you paid attention, you know life. You kind of know more. You kind of care less more. People think it's kind of like don't censor yourself and go, well, record an album. I'm 53. And, you know, be an actor all of a sudden. I'm 60. And there are people, people need 60 year olds and, and stuff. I mean, like, absolutely. Um, I want to write a book, but I'm 75. Well, write a book. Who cares? If that's the last work you put out, that's the last work you put out. You can say you did it. The worst thing I tell people, as for older people especially, you don't want to shoulda, coulda, woulda situation. I have no regrets. And I've done everything. I can literally say I've done just about everything. I have no shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I can't go, well, I wish I did that. I done did that. No, I done did that. You know me. Like, chances are I've done it. You ask me, I've done it. Chances are. And that's because I can look back and go, wow, I've lived some life actually. And I, I did the things that I wanted to do big and small. So for older people, do it, keep going, keep doing it. Just do it. Do it till you, till you're left, leave the earth. Just keep doing it. I, they always say one of the best things I would love to be performing somewhere and drop dead. You know, so it's like, I want to, I want to die doing what I love. You know, if that's the, if I said, I write the last, do my last hosting show. I'm an after buzz TV and I'm like, I'm James Audrey. And then I'm like, then I can say at least I die doing what I love to the end. Yeah. I mean, I'm Funny, but in the way I'm like, that's really the truth. I like that. I appreciate you sharing that because I, I do know a lot of older creatives that want to move into different spaces, but are also, you know, I'm too old. I don't know this. I don't know that. So, yeah, I agree with everything you, you said and just keep adapting, keep learning because, I mean, that's what I have to do as well, you know. Well, how, where are you at these days? Because you're in your 30s. Um, time period for people I remember I would say what's what's so funny is I'm 33 and 33 is actually when I learned like to truly not care what people think to really start trusting myself and to really start living a a courageous life of like you said I don't want to I don't want to have any regrets of or what ifs like what if I would have done this or had I done it that way like I'm willing, I'm willing to jump out there and be my most, you know, whatever. Like even if, even if I absolutely fail, at least for myself, I have a, a place where I can grow from. And for people watching, at least you have an example of what it looks like if it happens. And I'm going to stop you there for a second. I'm going I'm to invite you to think of something differently. Different yes. Way. You never fail. Yes. There's no thing as failure. It is, you tried something, it didn't work a certain way, it doesn't serve you, and then you, and you move on to something else. I've taken that word out of my, my vocabulary. I don't believe in failure. I think there's, there's no, you tried it. Yeah. Okay, so it didn't work out. So it didn't go the way you may have thought it wanted to, or it didn't go the way you should have, or whatever. It's not a failure. It's, you tried, you tried a situation, it went a certain way, and you've learned it's not, it didn't work. So now you go on to the next situation. So I want, I want to invite you to think that way. Like, it's, not, it's not failure. It's not failure at all. 
I, I appreciate that because uh, I think the way I move in action, I don't feel like that, but I think the word is just kind of just naturally in my vocabulary. So I use it because kind of like with my, my school videos, you know, I was, I was initially scared to do it because I never did it before. And I did one and I was like, man, this is bad, but I know I can, I'm going to get better because at least I know where I'm starting. I know what my starting place looks like. And I've progressively seen these videos just get better and better till now they're starting to direct me to, okay, where do I want to go next with this? As opposed to, like, I, I try not to focus on the negative parts of things anymore and really try to focus on the good parts and where it can, where it can improve and grow. The first radio show I ever did, um, I remember the producer, my engineer said, James, you did the best five minute opening I ever had ever in, this, in the history of this, this station. Wow. Uh, you obviously are really good. But then after I came back from commercial break, that episode, I said the word so 10,000 times <laughs> and my friends kept laughing saying, so James, so James, so, so, so I somehow, that was my resting word. That was my. Uh, go to word, my filler word. They call these words. They call these words. And I listen to that episode. I laugh every time. I'm about to celebrate five years doing the show. Super organized show with James Live Jr. Uh, next month will be five years. And I go back to that first episode. It's a good episode. I had great guests. It was good. But if James, if I said, I said so one more time, we did a drinking game. We'd all be drunk. <laughs> we'd be drunk and in jail uh, for disorderly conduct. It was like okay. So I have to, again, you have to laugh and go. Well, that was the, I, I heard it. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the thing. It's like, you just go, okay, you may start out in a weird spot, but then you work it out. And I appreciate you sharing that. Cause even, even like going further into what you're doing, you still can have like some weird spots in between. Cause the last episode that I did, I found myself when I was thinking about my thoughts, kind of repeating words. So, and, 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 and I was just like, wait, do I have a stutter? And I, and I don't, but, I recognize it and now I'm conscious of it. So when I'm, when I'm talking, I'm just like, I didn't punish myself for it. I did not put the episode out because of it. I just put it out there and just let it be whatever it's going to be because I may notice that somebody else may not even hear that and may get something completely out of it. So a lot of times with my creations, I'm, I'm learning that is beyond me. You know, even what I'm creating, it has literally nothing to do with me. It was placed inside of me for a reason. And it's just, my job is to get it out. I'll, I'll, I'll make you laugh again. So recently, I'm not going to tell folks which cause I've done over 60 interviews recently. Um, there is one interview that I kind of cringed. Uh, you guys can all just search whatever one it is. Where I think I talked a little too much. Now I've done over, after Buzz Alone, I did over 800 episodes of shows. I mean, I mean, that's a lot in five years. And I've done on my own over a thousand episodes. I mean, I, I mean, I, I do this all the time. I interview three times a day, but we all have off days. Um, so going with language, you know, I don't, I don't say it was a fail. I just go, well, that's an episode where I was just like, just, I was just talking and I'm known for being a person who listens on shows. I get they, they always say, James lets people talk when they, when in interviews. I'm like, it's crazy. So reason that day I was, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk over you. I'm going to talk over you. And I'm just going to talk. And I was like, Oh, that I listen to them like, oh, okay. So <laughs> occasionally you have, you have off days. And I think that, yeah, and again, you, you said something really key. You can't beat yourself up. 
Yeah. It's just that, again, another word I have on my brain. I don't say any, any form of the word perfect is on my, on my vocabulary. Perfection, perfecto, perfect. That is out. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. There's none. That's funny you say that because I told that to my mom yesterday. Like, I'm, oh. I'm not seeking perfection. Like, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to be the best. I want to be my best. And whatever comes out of that comes out of it. But I, okay. it took me a long time to learn the difference. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think that way. So I had to ding it. <laughs> but that's, that's what should be. It should be your best. And, you know, and I'm, I'm doing a show. I have a, I have a, a mini series that I do with my friend, Miami McKinley, uh, who I think you guys all know. You guys are all friends online. Yes. Miami's the bomb. She saved my life. She's the bomb. Yes, um, yes. So we do a show called The Therapist and the Life Coach on IG. Uh, we're doing one on Wednesday. Um, uh, Wednesday, May, I think it's 8th or whatever day that is, or 7th or whatever it is. Or okay. Or whatever day that is, not what it is. We're doing one on jealousy, envy, and comparison. <sighs> well, it's kind of what we're talking about. It's like you can't, there's no such thing as perfection. You can't compare yourself to other people. And right. so we're going to talk about that. And right, I'm going to share some stories about that. I, I look forward to it. I definitely look forward to it. Um, and man, it's, it's, it's so funny how all of my conversations in the last couple of weeks have been just overlapping because I talked to a friend from middle school and uh, we were talking about just when I lived in New Orleans and when I was, I, I was working with a lot of like the local artists and stuff and I saw the level that they were on and me being, you know, at that time, confused about sexuality and all that stuff i wanted to be seen in a different light so i was kind of chasing what they had and, and what they looked like and not just being okay with just who i was you know you know you, you know why this is happening of course you call you're, you're calling all of us into your lives these conversations you want you want these conversations so they're yeah. that we, we call we went into our lives yeah happening hello you surround yourself with people, and that's what's happening. The conversations you want, the thoughts you're thinking about, are being reflected back to you. That's, that's, what, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, people, you know what's going on. The world <laughs> is round. The world is round. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you, I mean, it's, it's, it's very interesting because uh, I was watching uh, Todrick Hall has a um, documentary uh, on Netflix from his um, uh, Straight Out of Oz or whatever. The, the okay. Yeah, from he did that musical. But I watched him and how hard he works as a gay black man also with no help from anybody. Um, he put together this musical based on Wizard of Oz, his way, wrote the songs himself, direction, everything, everything, a lot of stuff himself, and he got some friends to help. But it showed how, how hard I work. I was like, he gave, me, he gave me inspiration because he worked so hard. He wrote a musical in four weeks. Wow. That's not, uh, he filmed a video for every song in like a week, in seven days. And he was writing songs and doing that. And, and the songs are parodies of other songs and things of other songs. So, like, so I was watching how hard he works. And I was like, James, you're doing okay. So there are folks out there who do work hard. And it's kind of an inspiration. So I don't envy. I'm not jealous. I don't want his career. Right. Um, I, I like his work ethic. And that's what I'm like. And that's what I think doing our show on IG, which everybody compares each other on IG, um, perfect space to do that because we just compare. I mean, I mean I'll tell you one time, Last year, it was like last summer, I was working hard, folks. And I mean, I was working hard and I was tired. And I remember just scrolling on IG. And I was like, is everybody on vacation? Does any mother mm, work for a living? Does anybody work for a living? I mean, I just, just me. And I was seeing, I was seeing pictures of people lounging by pools. I'm in Vegas. I'm in Europe. I'm like, I'm like, 
So how do you guys all have money to go run around? And I'm sitting here trying to get every dime I can get. And so I got a little down for a couple of days. I got depressed for a couple of days. Yeah. I had to get off, get off of IG. So even, even the best of us, it can happen to. I mean, I, I had to get off of IG. And I was like, I can't even go on here anymore because right now you're all pissing me off. You know, but I, but I do know deep down it's that showing your best life. That vacation could have been five years ago. I mean, who knows what's going on? So it's like, it's kind of like, I, I know the ins and outs, but some of us, it gets a little nerve wracking. You gotta go, yeah. not, this is not fair. <laughs> like, this is not fair. I want the world. I want the whole world. I want you really walking for you. Um, <laughs> but it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing that we kind of go through. But I look for, again, I go back to my inspiration. Like, inspiration. It's like, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Folks are doing it. That's cool. Um, the last question I have Uh-oh. for you Uh-oh. Ready. is, uh, <laughs> ready. Just, just kidding. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm gonna hide my hair folks. What is your biggest lesson that you've learned during this time? Or during this time. Well, well, well okay. one thing that comes to mind, because I, I just, one thing that comes to mind, um, I should be James Lott Jr. Why is it coming up James Lott? That's my father. I'll deal with that later, folks. See, I'm a producer. I can't help myself. I'm just like, what? Well, that's not wrong. I'm James Lott Jr. <laughs> it's one name, JLJ. Um, uh, one thing I have learned is uh, it's more of a reinforcement. A closed mouth does not get fed. Um, this week, I booked five different guests that are dream guests for me. Wow. That rarely happens, right? Um, I asked. I'm receiving, um, and I'm and I'm very excited. Tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, these five different people. I'm so giddy with excitement um, to do it. I just thought that's the lesson: is ask, go for it, try something. They could say no. They can ignore you. It may not happen tomorrow. Or the next day, it may happen ten years from now. Who knows? Yeah. Don't we don't read into why they haven't answered or why they're saying no. Right. It could be they don't do interviews. It could be they're not in the mood. It could be you aren't big enough for them. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? But it's not really you. So don't worry about it. Just like just but ask because you just don't know what great thing could happen. And I'm very excited. I'll never call the announcements later, of course. But I'm very excited for these people. They're big names, and I'm very excited. And I'm in talks with a couple of big names too. So um, starting this journey 48 days ago. Uh, and deciding to do interviews uh, well, this whole time for free. I'm not getting paid, folks. I'm not getting paid for free. My my career has been elevated from it. And that's from asking. And I literally, I mean, I'm working with all the PR firms in LA. They're sending me guests left and right. Wow. I work with all the folks. Um, I have a good reputation. I worked hard. There's no substitute for hard work, folks, and a smile. Whew. <laughs> I, I feel like I always gain so much knowledge and so much inspiration when I talk to you. Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate that. Thank you. I just. I don't know. I, I just. I. I. You know I me. Mean? I am. I am who I am, and I just share what I've learned. I, I mean, I don't. I feel like I don't have the magic sauce or anything, but I just feel. I just feel like these are things I've learned. I'm passing yeah. on all you guys. I just what I've learned. I feel like they're they're life lessons. I just that they're out there. Yeah. Where can the people find you? And also let the people know about some of these amazing shows you have going right now as well. Okay. Um, thank you. So, number one, where do you find me? Where uh, all, all James Lott Jr. is sold at James Lott Jr. and all social media platforms. That's my little saying. 
Uh, just really type in James Hutchinson. James Hutchinson, you're anywhere. You're going to find me. But let me do a little quick guide for you. <clears throat> I actually have a one sheet. Should I pull it out? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, I shall. So right now, if you want to see the bulk of my work, go to my YouTube channel, JLJ Media. Uh, go ahead and subscribe, and I have all these playlists and all my videos. They're all I do about seven or eight different podcasts, so episodes. Uh, but they're all on there. I know it's crazy, but they're all on there, and you can actually see the the guests is very neatly put together. So if you're looking for some video content, go there. Go to any platform, streaming platform. You type in my name, and my shows will pop up. And same thing. You'll see all the shows that I do. You can figure all that stuff out. Um, so there's, there's those two things. Uh, number three, I have, if you're on TikTok, I have three different series on there. They're doing really well for me, actually. One is called How to Get Super Organized in Under a Minute. I give organizing tips. The other one is called A Lot of Spoken Words. I do a spoken word poem every day. And then another one is called A Lot to Think About, which is my life coaching series. So I have all those on TikTok, and they're doing really well. You want to check them out. Answer the questions. Join the conversation. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I decided to take TikTok and do it my way. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, and then on IG, uh, the last one I'll tell you on IG, um, I have my a Talk A Lot with James Lott Jr. every night at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on my channel, James Lott Jr. And it's a free-form hour. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Celebrities come through. My friends come through. Um, last night I was talking about rats last night. Oh, it was crazy. My rat experience. It scared everybody. I was like, it is late night. She's talking about rats. That's on IG, and it's called Talk A Lot with James. Yes, I use my name and everything. Talk A Lot with James Lott Jr. on there. Um, and then my books are all on Amazon under James Lott Jr., The Really Short Story Project. I have like 25 books out now. Wow. Go there, look at those. And my music, again, all streaming services. Uh, but I have a SoundCloud page, James Lott Jr. You can go there. And I have two free songs in there right now um, from my new album coming out on my birthday this weekend. I'm releasing an album, my fifth album called safety and numbers for third dimension. Very excited. And as I was telling him privately, I have another album coming out in June. It's my own solo album called songs from my dark place. It's a very dark album. And I played some songs for him and he heard them. And um, I'm a little nervous, but I feel like I'm very excited to get it out to you guys. And it was recorded in a very dark time in my life. So I'm releasing that. There. I think it's everything. I think it's there. I think it's there. I mean, I think it's there. <laughs> Is there anything else? I think I think that's everything that I do. Yes. They make, make it easier in a package like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> James, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank really you very much, Jim. That. Thanks for all that you do and that you're putting out positivity. You're getting great guests for your show. I'm watching you. I'm rooting for you. I'm watching you. Uh, you're part of my village. You know that. So that will never change. Uh, and folks, check out, he's on some of my shows too. So yes. you look at Mike Brown, you'll see, he'll pop up a couple times. He's on my shows too. I call him up and tell him, come on, do show it. <laughs> he does. So, so check those out too. But thank you. Thank you, James. And thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let other people know what you think as well. You want to get in touch with us? Hit us up on all social media at the Art of Letting Go podcast. Also, you can send me an email, the Art of Letting Go podcast at gmail.com or give us a call. Leave a message. We might play it on the show. 213-394-2773. 
Also, if you would like to support The Art of Letting Go, we got some really cool merch as well as we're now on Patreon. You can find us, The Art of Letting Go Podcast. Subscribe to us. Thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go.